Now, um, what we're looking at tonight ought to cause us to look forward with anticipation. We have been experiencing some rather dry conditions in our neck of the woods. And um, isn't, isn't it amazing? The only thing green you see out in a pasture are what? And in particular, what kind of weeds? Thistles. They do well, don't they? They do well in dry weather, wet weather, and the only thing green you see are weeds. Now, that's the way it is in life. Sin will prosper in whatever conditions it is if we don't round it up. You get it? Ah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not promoting pesticides, but I couldn't pass that one up. And honestly, I didn't spend any time, as you can tell, thinking about that, all right? But the day is going to come when, number one, there will be no weather forecasters and no weather to worry about. And many in Iowa will say, well, what will we do with our time? Because we are bound to the weather. The day is going to come when there will not be too much rain or too little rain. The day is going to come moving to a different direction. When the reality is righteousness will rule. There will be peace. It won't be brought about by the U.N., or any peacekeeping group of human individuals. There will be comfort. There will be a unified language on the earth. What a blessing that will be. We'll be we won't need a translator. We won't, we'll be able to speak with the Japanese friends. And we'll all have one unified language. There'll be unified worship. The curse will be removed. Amen. What a blessing that will be. Sickness removed. No immaturity. Wow. Think how the world is going to change, right? Perfect economic conditions. And I can give you a clue. It won't be socialism, all right? Um God's presence will be there. There'll be full knowledge, the fullness of the Spirit, and people will walk in obedience to God. This is called the millennial reign of God. Millennium means that, um, millennium itself means 1,000 years. Revelation 20. Notice it says, I saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him 1,000 years, or a 1,000 years, and cast him in the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed for a little season. 
in those brief verses as an introduction to our thoughts tonight, you notice several times that it mentions a thousand years, dealing with the millennial 1,000-year reign of Christ. Without going into great detail, there are three basic thoughts regarding the millennium. There is the amillennial thought, there is the premillennial, and there is the postmillennial. Amillennialists teach that Satan was bound at the first coming of Christ as a result of Christ's death and resurrection. For the amillennialists, they believe Christ is reigning now in a present spiritual kingdom, and um, he will continue that reign on earth. Now, where are the thousand years in that? Um, It doesn't seem to me like Satan is bound today. I don't know about you. But um, the post-millennialists will go to the post-millennialists. They believe that the millennial kingdom is not a literal thousand years, but a golden age that the church will usher in this present age, this present kingdom of God, by the preaching of the gospel. The golden age that they refer to, the millennial age, um, gradually spreads as the gospel spreads throughout the earth until the whole world is eventually Christianized. Uh, Until the whole world doesn't mean everyone will be saved, but um, Christian philosophies and teachings and doctrines will prevail in the world and and will usher in God's kingdom. Um, Again, they don't believe the thousand year is literal. They also don't believe, from my simplistic mentality, they don't believe what Jesus said, that straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there will be that find it. Because if you're going to bring in Christianity across the world today, you're going to have to have a lot of people. He said, broad is the gate and wide is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. The day is never going to come when the majority of the world is Christian. Based on what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. The reality is we are to spread the gospel, but there will be a 1,000, literal 1,000-year reign of Christ. The premillennial teaching hold that the millennial kingdom will be a physical, earthly kingdom of 1,000 literal years, and this kingdom will not be gradually brought in by conversion of souls over an extended period. Rather, Christ will establish this kingdom suddenly and powerfully 
in his glorious coming to earth. Before the premillennial, before the millennial reign of Christ, um, we're not going to look at our map tonight, our prophecy map, but Christ comes to catch believers, to meet them in the air. Then there will be a seven-year period of tribulation. We looked at already the battle of Armageddon, and Christ comes again and sets up his kingdom. As we mentioned, the curse will be reversed. The Jewish people will be restored to their ancient land in fulfillment of the Abrahamic covenant. And Christ will reign over the earth in righteousness, peace, and joy. So, it is a literal 1,000-year reign of Christ over this earth. So we ask ourselves, what is the purpose? Why, why, don't we just, why doesn't Christ just come, take everybody home to heaven, and let's be there forever? Why is there this 1,000-year reign? Number one, some of the reasons. One, to fulfill all God's covenants. God has given many promises. In particular, he has given promises to Israel that have not been fulfilled yet. And um, the Abrahamic covenant, we, again, we don't have time. You can study these. If you want help in this, be happy to help you in this. But there are many covenants that God has given that, have not been fulfilled, and they will be fulfilled during the time of the millennium. Um, I'm sure you've heard the saying, to beat their swords into plowshares. That's a biblical statement, but it's not going to come by peacekeeping in our world. It comes about in the millennial kingdom. You've heard the lion will lay down with the lamb. That takes place in the thousand-year reign of Christ when the curse is removed. There are many things that God has promised that he will fulfill. Secondly, it will demonstrate God's perfect government over the earth. Mankind has tried just about Every form of government that you can think of, and every one of them has failed miserably. And God will demonstrate that he designed the world, he created the world, he rules over the world, and when he is the ruler, things go well. And he will clearly demonstrate that. The millennium is also going to restore original harmony between God and his creation. We read in Romans, The whole world groaneth and travaileth together in pain under the weight of the curse of sin. I mean, look at our... Look at southern Iowa. It's groaning under the drought and, and the curse of, of sin. There's going to come a day when the curse is removed and um, 
God will manifest the harmony between God and his creation. There is enmity. And he will um, redeem the earth from the curse. It also is given to provide a final test for fallen humanity. Again, we are just giving a flyover view of the millennium tonight. But you notice we read in Revelation 20 that it says Satan would be bound for a thousand years and after that he must be loosed for a little season. During this thousand years, as believers in the church age, we'll be caught up to meet him in the air before the tribulation, before the thousand-year reign. We will come back with him. We will reign with him during this thousand-year reign. And during this thousand-year reign, it says Christ rules with the rod of iron. Um, again, we're, we're just doing a flyover. There's many things that we don't have time tonight to, to touch on. But at the end of this thousand years, Satan has been bound. He's not been able to deceive anyone. Mankind will then be tested as Satan will be released and allowed to test mankind. And it will show again the heart of man that even after they have lived in perfection, have lived with the curse removed, have lived where righteousness prevailed, where God was the king, mankind will still rebel against God. And many will follow Satan at this time. You say, why does God bind Satan and then turn him loose? Again, God doesn't have to do anything But he reveals to mankind, mankind says, if we could just bring a a perfect environment, man would be good. Man would, would dwell happily and in peace if we could just bring a perfect environment. So he brings a perfect environment again, as he did in the Garden of Eden. But he brings a perfect environment for 1,000 years, and mankind still believes the lie of Satan and rebels against God. And God is showing the heart of man to be deceitful and desperately wicked. It is also a time where God makes full manifestation of the glory of God. During this thousand years, things will be the way God designed them to be. We talk about God's design, and we talk about um, Jesus Christ came to restore us to fellowship with God and, and bring restoration. God will manifest the fullness of his glory during this time. And ultimately, it proves the integrity of God. Every promise that God has ever made will be completely fulfilled. And it proves that he is not a liar, he is not deceitful, 
He is alone the trustworthy one. He alone is worthy of glory and honor and praise. It is important for us to understand this is the the culminating aspect of, of the history, so to speak. And the subjects, those living on the earth during this time, are the saved of Israel and the Gentile nations who survived the tribulation. We don't know the number of those that will do that. The majority of people will, the majority of followers of Christ will, that come to know Christ during the tribulation, will give their lives during that time. But there will be a remnant of Israel that has come to faith in Jesus Christ. That's the only way of salvation. Israel is God's are God's chosen people, but they only have salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. So those with faith in Jesus Christ and the Gentiles, non-Israel people that had faith in Jesus Christ, Will, that survive the tribulation will be the ones that begin um, populating the earth, living during this time. The Bible tells us that um, openly rebellious people will immediately die during that time. Talk about <laughs> talk, talk about the death penalty, huh? So you're you're working away. And they will be working. It's just they'll have the privilege of working without the curse. Amen. What a blessing that will be. And you see your neighbor openly rebel against God and boom, he's dead. That'd be a, that'd be a pretty good um, warning to you to, hey, I'm not going to do that unless you're hard hearted and think you're an exception to the rule. But that's, we can't even imagine what it would be like in this state. But God is reigning and ruling as he designed this to be, and it is the culmination. It is the fulfilling of his righteousness. And the message of the millennium is this, the lordship of Jesus Christ. Philippians tells us that the day is going to come when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And the message of the millennium is the lordship of Christ, and when Christ rules, it produces righteousness. Proverbs says, when the righteous bear rule, the city rejoices. When Christ rules, righteousness will prevail. Can you, I mean... What a day that will be. And the reality is, I mean, I was just thinking, what will news be? News will be, you know, record crops this year. And um, here's a picture of lion and lamb laying down together. And I mean, there there won't be, you won't need um, law enforcement. (laughs) There is one law enforcement, God Almighty. I mean, you think of, we can't even imagine, 
But this is, God designed this, and he's going to show all mankind what he designed. And um, we'll get in in the next few weeks. This is in heaven. It's the millennium, okay? And we'll get in the next few weeks and look at heaven and wrap up some of those things. But the reality is, the best is yet to come. And the reality is, there is going to be joy. And just to give you a heads up so you don't flip out and lose it, tonight we are going to sing, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. That is not a Christmas song. That is speaking of the millennium. And when we sing it, we're going to sing it at the close of the service, after the baptismal. I don't want you to go out and put up your Christmas tree or do anything like But honestly, thinking of the reality, God is going to prevail And God will restore everything the way he designed it. And there is coming a day when the curse is removed. How many of you have ever cursed the curse? You know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, honestly, it is depressing to walk out and the only thing green you see is weeds. And the cows will eat certain weeds, but there's certain ones they won't eat. You know what I'm saying? And there they are, green as could be. But the reality is there is coming a day when what a day that will be. It will be like God created. And that's the privilege. If you are faithful over little, God will make you ruler over much. Don't worry about staking out your claim to what you're going to rule over. God has that in his hand, okay? Most of us will probably have a little postage stamp that we're ruling over in reality. But it it ought to encourage us to be faithful. It ought to encourage us to, to realize the victory is won. God is going to make things right. Righteousness will prevail. I tell you, I, I, get, I get weary of seeing righteousness not prevail. I get weary of seeing lies believed and purported as truth. I get weary of all those things, but my heart is encouraged to realize, hey, there is coming a day when God is going to make it like it was meant to be. What a day that will be. And so when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that's what we're talking about. It's also, we can let God rule in our hearts today, but the fact of the matter is, God is going to rule on this earth. And you may be pulling your hair out about what's going on in the world today, but rest in the fact, God is in control, and His will will be accomplished. As Jan Markell has said, Things aren't falling apart, they're falling in place. And God is in control. Let's bow together in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you write the last chapter. 
We thank you that in your wisdom and providence, you design for the millennial reign of you. And Lord, what a day it will be just to see your creation and mankind doing what you designed us to do. And I pray that our hearts would be motivated in our own lives to do what you want us to do. And Lord, I pray for the day of your reigning and ruling on this earth and the glory that you will receive and the praise. And Lord, I thank you that you will fulfill every promise that you've made that you will keep the covenants that you have given and made. And Lord, I pray tonight that hearts would be encouraged by these truths, encouraged to a renewed zeal of love and service to you. And Lord, I pray if there is an individual here tonight that has never trusted you, is not sure that they have everlasting life, Lord, I pray tonight before they leave that they would mention it to someone and we could show them from your word how they can know that they have everlasting life. So, Lord, we plead your mercies. We long for your kingdom. And until then, may we be faithful to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.